This is Dr. Ross Sewage, and you're listening to my fellow at the university, Dr. Vincent West, on the Phantasm Podcast. Phantasm. Dr. Vincent West, the Phantasm Podcast. I'm here with my good friend, repeat offender, Dr. Ross. What's up? And we are watching a movie that you picked today. That's right. We're going to watch Silent Rage with Chuck Norris. The master fighter of our time. But not even he could imagine the power the indestructible man he is about to face. A creation of science whose only thought is to survive. The unstoppable terror of silent rage. Now, Chuck Norris must destroy him. In a final battle to the death and beyond. Silent Rage. And that's why I was waiting to reveal to you the Lone Star Texas beer, all the way from Texas to Atlanta for this special. It's amazing. Thank you, sir. It's awesome. I have not seen this movie. It was recommended to me. I've never seen it either. We're going to watch Walker, Texas Ranger, take on a psychotic, deranged, and DNA-enhanced serial killer. It sounds perfect. I think it'll be lots of fun. It's got to be at least as good as watching uh, Steven Seagal take on an <laughs> army of aliens or some other stupid genre mashup. <laughs> I think it's, well, time overdue that Kung Fu took on some fucking, some, some, some psychotic slasher film shit. Yeah, it would be fun. It would definitely be fun. So I'm just trying to imagine Jackie Chan in Friday the 13th. <laughs> you definitely could have taken out Jason's mom. I know that for sure. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, we're starting on the very exciting. That is a fucking phenomenal piece of stained glass art. Looks like if you mixed it, dick with tits. I thought, you know, until you told me about this film, I thought I had seen most of his 80s stuff, but I definitely have never seen this. I heard heard of this one. So, but yeah, that was uh, my longtime collaborator, Sean McGrath, recommended it when nice. I asked him to recommend a movie I hadn't seen. So he's quite a, he's quite up on all the slasher film flicks. Cool. I'm more of a comedy zombie guy myself, and Necronomicons. Although we did, we tried uh, on tour. We tried to have a Friday the Thirteenth marathon. So I got all the movies, but I only made it to like two before I fell asleep. A lot of not killing that happens in those movies. It's <coughs> yeah. <coughs> Have you played the video game yet? 
We were which which one? The new one? Yeah. No, we we, uh, we actually have a on this tour. Our, uh, one of our the tech brought a video game emulator that has about six thousand games on it. So we're playing the NES Friday nice. the Thirteenth. Not nice. It's a terrible fucking oh. game. <laughs> it's awful. Jason just pops up out of nowhere. You got just teen campers throwing knives and. It, the gameplay makes zero fucking sense. It's only a step above E.T. for Atari. So, this looks like Thomas Hayden Church. From, yeah, yeah. He's going to go get a ball of uh, Merlot and piss off piss off the Paul Giamatti. You know, I think he would like the... It's pretty fun. It's online. It's... it's we play It's online. It. It's like... What is it? Like a multiplayer online? Yeah. Or? Like okay. somebody's Jason and everybody else is a counselor. It's pretty... It's well, how do you draw straws for that? Everybody wants to be fucking Jason. You can set it up. And the thing... And what's funny is I don't... It, Jason is so hard to control. Like, I don't ever... Like, I won't walk with the fucking game when we play it. I'll just turn it because it's so hard. Even Kane Hodder that did all the mods for it, like he hates playing as Jason. He's like, this sucks. Oh, damn. <laughs> so it's actually weird. Right, we, got, we got a bunch of shit kids yelling shit. I like these shit kids. I still have no idea. Is this like a housing tenement? Something. I don't know. He's, he's this, on something. This is the psycho. You don't look so good. That is what we call acting, folks. <laughs> Oh, that fucking doesn't help. Just, just hang up on your doctor when you're having issues. It's no big deal. All right, so he's attending. But why are you yelling at him? It's your fucking stupid kids. Oh yeah, it's. Oh my god, kill her first. I hate her. He's freaked out. She sucks. I'll just go chop some wood, take out my frustration. He does not know how to chop wood. He is definitely losing it. <coughs> so what is your favorite Friday 13th film? Oh, probably, dude, it's, fuck, I, I'm going to get grief for this. I really like fucking Jason vs. Freddy and Jason 10. And, and, uh, and 7 is also really good. Although we were watching 6. Fuck me, that's right. We did we did get to six, and for some reason that had, I had always never seen that one. I seen with Corey for all the ones six. I skipped. I mean, I, everybody should skip five. That one sucks. It is, but six I hadn't seen in a while, and I was like, holy fuck, this is a lot funnier than and self aware than I remember it being. Yeah, it's not, yeah, and that, that's why you know that's when you finally becomes like a zombie, and it's got some fucking good. It's got the guy from Return of the Living Dead in it, the younger guy. Yeah. Taking over for Corey Feldman, better actor too. Oh, totally agree with you. Probably a better singer. He's got a fucking litter of kids. Pretty much anyone's a better singer. Than he's Corey a, he's in the game too. Like if you're Corey Feldman, the, no the Tommy, the the, the but it's the Jarvis from Part Six. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, damn it! I want to be the one like you have to have like a level where you have to shave your head and freak Jason out. Although they did put the part four stage in it where you can go in the party house and in the Jarvis house. It's actually nice. it's, yeah, it's, and you can go up Corey Feldman's room. And it's got his mask yeah, laying there and all that. Can you dance like Crispin Glover? No, but that would be amazing. I, I tried. I can't even do that. Dance. Yeah. Yeah, first kill, five minutes in. That's good. Nice, uh, nice way they did that. Have that guy running in backwards so you couldn't see the makeup already on him. 
Is that supposed to be a callback to The Shining, or is this? Yeah, it must be. Go out the window, stupid. I'm assuming we'll get some kind of fucking flashback on why this guy's a psycho losing it. Maybe not, who cares? This is. She's. deserves it. Fuck you. You need to die. Went to get the axe to You need to get kung food. Alright. We have two confirmed kills so far. But he didn't kill the kids, which would have helped every. Fuck yeah. Uh oh. How's he gonna take this guy on without his beard? Chuck Norris has no beard. He can't punch out of his beard. I did not expect the giant confrontation this soon. Maybe this isn't the main bad guy. Maybe we're just establishing that Walker, Texas Ranger, has a long history of (laughs) taking out serial killing psychos. He walks up and knocks on the fucking door. Anyone home? Hello? Knock, knock. Yeah, he's still got, like, the 70s stash. Here. Yeah. Remarkably calm, knowing that there was an axe murderer in there. Assuming everyone just saw that axe murder. Let me check this closet. <laughs> I think the guy's upstairs, the guy that had the axe that was looking out the window. Well, you know, you gotta check everything, so... This is, uh... Yeah, this is remarkably placid sheriff... Just, just chilling. Oh, it's a nice place. I uh, wonder what are the mortgage on a place like this is. <laughs> Let's check it out. The core is good. It's a lovely homemaker. It's funny, too, because, I mean, so you've got this movie, which I've never seen, and then Lone Wolf McQuaid. I guess he's a Texas Ranger in that. He's a Texas Ranger in a lot of shit. My favorite was when he, uh, in, I saw the episode of Walker, Texas Ranger, where he dyes his hair with shoe black and joins with the Mexicans to figure out. <laughs> yes, he does. Yes. Chuck <laughs> Norris did amazing. brown face for a fucking episode. That's amazing. Yeah. But, you know, it's all for the greater good, because white guys got to help out the Mexicans. They can't do it for themselves. <laughs> oh, are we referencing Nosferatu? Nice shadow work. Let me just cal- <laughs> just calmly lay down next to this body. This guy's—he's definitely dead. He got an axe in the face. He- oh, now he pulls a gun. Wouldn't want to do that when you entered the house where someone was serially murdering people. All right, I want to see some fucking kung fu action. This is going on too long. Yeah, he's definitely. It's the big build-up for. If anybody, if you hear sounds in the background, that's not the movie. That's uh, Guar sound checking. We'll see. Hopefully, they don't get too loud too soon. And yeah, you've been doing uh, tech work for them. Yeah, I've been going around slaving for Guar and uh, Ghoul, and uh, on this tour with the other bands, are he is. Well, look out! That. Uh, was the most convincing fight I've ever seen. Huh. Wow. 
I can see why Bruce Lee kicked your ass. Definitely. You're not very good at this. So, yeah, so we're on a tour with uh, it's uh, U.S. Bastards, He is Legend, Ghoul, and Guar. Nice. And, yeah, I've been doing work with Guar, so I'm currently... Hey, is that fucking Stephen First, I want to say his name is? The nerd who accidentally kills the horse in Animal House? That's who it looks like. Yeah, that's awesome. Underappreciated character actor. Um, so, yeah, I'm currently... Red all over my entire body, and the bottom of my feet look like a plague victim. <laughs> Running around in the guarpit on stage, it's perpetually soaked with blood. That's great. Man, where were you guys last night? Last night we were in uh, Baton Rouge, which I've never been to, and I still feel like I've never been there. <laughs> We've had very busy days. Walk about. I saw about 50 feet of Baton Rouge from the bus to the venue. That was a but the, the drive was nice. We saw a gator. That's cool. Yeah, we're, we're approaching the end of a two-month-long tour, so we've got about nine, eight or nine days left, and I'm beat to shit. Kind of like this guy. Is he going to taste the wood? Be careful it doesn't have nails. Ooh, that was a pretty good hit. Nice styrofoam <laughs> block. Handcuff the axe. Wait, what? <laughs> this guy doesn't give up. No, he doesn't. This is, uh. It's like, uh. It's like a thrilling spectacle minus the thrilling. There wasn't even one piece of kung fu in there. No. It's just a tough nosed cop. Almost getting shot by the dork. I wonder if Chuck Norris lives in Texas since he's so inlet in these movies. I don't know actually that much about Chuck Norris. I know oh, he like, lives in a church now, but he lives in a church. <laughs> well, he's. Have you not seen his like exclusive Walmart like Christmas Blu-rays and shit? Oh, geez, yeah. <laughs> he's like super religious. Well, and then, he strikes me. He's he's got that kind of like you know heartland appeal. The Texas fucking down home American. I forget how much uh, Stallone paid him to be in that second Expendables movie because like he didn't want to do it because there's cursing in it and all this other stuff. Oh, he was in the second one. Yeah. Oh. I remember not really enjoying the second one. Whoa! All right, now we got... This guy's really, really strong. Oh, it's awful, but it's... You know, I watched it. It's stupid. Yeah, I didn't like... I, no, I, the, I think the second one was all right. I forget. The third Everything one's really bad. The third one's fucking garbage. It's horrible. Yep. Well, he just shot his ultra-super-strong patient, but I have a feeling he's coming back. Fuck that guy. That guy's... Isn't that the... It's Joel Silver. That's Joel Silver? I think so. What's He's the guy, the guy from... Uh, Die Hard, isn't he? Isn't he in the no, 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 guy in Die Hard? No, it's... it's. <laughs> if that's who I think it is, I'll look it up. I, that's uh, Joel Silver, and he was in, like, Tom Cop with Van Damme. I think that's... I know he's always a not... He's never a good guy. No. He's got that gnarly beard. That's how you know he's a bad guy. 
Now, now if that is the guy from Die Hard, that's impressive that he's in this. Because that'd be Alan Doc, yeah. Rickman. But I don't know if that's Alan Rickman. I guess it could be. Wait. Have we just established that... Wait, who was a bullfighter? Fucking Chuck Norris? Kung Fu bullfighting? <laughs> that's great. We just want you to know, he's as American as they come. And you can pick up Chuck's <laughs> yeah. his religious Blu-rays. That <laughs> and it was what's his uh, martial martial artist style that he created himself. Oh, Chuck has his own style. Yeah, what's it called? I do have rules. It's ow, oh, damn it, too far. So. Chun Kuk Do. <laughs> Are those real words? <laughs> And apparently has ten rolls of chips. <coughs> Let me just walk around without my shirt on. But see, that's, you gotta appreciate that about Chuck Norris. Is like that's like almost a normal body. I miss the '70s when Gene Hackman could be like an action hero. Yeah, Ron Silver. That's so that, it is Ron Silver. Yes, it is Ron Silver. Joel, Joel Silver's a producer. Yeah, that's what I was. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Ron Silver was in. Was he not the guy in Die Hard? I guess it's Alan not. Rickman. No, not the bad guy. The, the fucking sleazy, uh, the, the sleazy businessman who gets shot early on. Oh yeah. I no, I think that guy. Look, I know who you're talking about now. Okay, I don't think that's Ron Silver. I was way off. I mean, I but this is Ron Silver. The one that pretends he's his friend and all yeah. that. Yeah, and he's trying to fuck his wife, ex-wife. But yeah, no, Ron. If Ron Silver is involved, it's no good. I agree. I want to fuck him. His body is fantastic. Huh. And you've got the new Exhumed album too. We do. We got the new. Exum- uh, I'm also yeah. Uh, currently not on tour with Exhumed because I uh, committed to this uh, to the Guar PS Legend U.S. Bastards tour. But yeah, we got a new record out. It's uh, getting really good responses. It's amazing. I'm really stoked. I think it sounds good. Yeah, it's great, man. It's great to have you back on the Zoom record. Yeah, it was a it was an interesting thing that happened. We just did the re-recording, and then their bassist was wanted to split to go uh, to go pursue his uh, so tattooing apprenticeship, and Magus was asking me to fill in, and then eventually asked me to just join. I was like, well, all right, fuck it, why not? It's not like I'm old and have to keep a job or anything. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so we did the re- the new recording, and uh, I'm just, I already heard the demo track, so I knew it was going to be pretty good. Because Matt's like a riff king, so. Oh, it's great. The record's great. It's cool having your vocals back on. Those yeah, it was, it was neat. Uh, I'm definitely happier with my vocal performance on this one than I was the gore metal re-recording. That was grueling as fuck. Six hours of straight just growling. I couldn't talk for two days. Oh, wow. I was trying to match up with all of. I didn't realize how many. Uh, in the early days, we would just sing together constantly, and then on this one, it's a lot more like parts, and right. so it's a lot, lot easier to do and keep keep my stamina. But yeah, that, that trying to after not singing with Exum forever and then doing that gore metal re-recording, I had to do like. 15 takes of every single doubled line and it was just I think it sounds cool it's okay I just like I don't know I, don't, I didn't think I, I heard some people even uh, online were like oh that's that's not as deep as the old vocals and I was like yeah you're right it's not it's but I, you know I hadn't been doing a bunch of that shit for a while right. and then like I said 
But anyway, the new one I, I was pretty happy with, even though I had to record my vocals myself in Oakland and run back and forth between the the uh, where the uh, our computer was to record and in, into the ISO booth. So I'd like run. I'd have to start at about like 15 seconds before any part. Run in, catch my breath, and then belt out some vocals. Nice. I tried to get someone to come in and help me, but uh, everyone I know is a dick. And uh, but yeah, we were. I was doing that shit super late to like 4 a.m. one night, and somebody who lives in our practice spot illegally started banging on the wall, and I was like, okay, I guess I should be done tonight. And I guess I'll go home and go to bed. See, I was working on the Exhumed. Like they were, they were tracking in Florida, Matt and Mike, and they were basically sending me stuff as they finished. And oh. I was adding my stuff in Oakland. That's the future of recording kids. No one has to be in the same room at the same time anymore. And it still sounds amazing. Yeah, it sounds good. I mean, you know, it's all about the songwriting in the, in the end and how good a computer editor you are. It's, it's that, that's my that's my dick way of saying that I didn't have to play perfectly all the way through. <laughs> You guys good? We're good. Doing interviews? Yeah, no, that's alright. Hey, Eddie. What's up? Say hi to everybody on the Phantasm podcast. Hello, Phantasm. Hey, how you doing? This is Dr. Evil. He's keeping this tour on track and in order. So. Eddie's a ball buster. Oh, really? Yeah. But, you know, with, when you have, like, something with, like, as many moving gears as uh, as Guar has, you kind of need a ball buster to keep it all in sure, place. Sure, sure, that's understandable. They got a huge crew, and, you know, and then they bring in, like, some extra help, like, uh, me and me and Sean from Impaled are working with them, and they got some of the ghoul guys or whatever, and, uh, yeah. We're all doing our part to make the show look as big as possible. Nice. And the shows have went where well, awesome. The shows have all gone really well. A lot of sellout shows um, on this tour, and you know people are just going nuts and having a good time. That's great. And last night, uh, he is legend. Their bass player had his had a had his birthday, so some of the ghoul and guar guys got on stage and killed him. <laughs> so it's his last birthday. That's awesome. So I don't know what they're going to do about a bass player tonight. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah, he's dead. Definitely. That's great. All real. There's no bullshit around here, man. Talking about like alien space gods coming to your town to kill you. So, what's the prognosis on the psycho? He's dead. I'm sorry. Well, that's too bad. The psycho with superhuman strength is dead. And we can't get rid of him. He's just in like every scene. You know? It's like, well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna upset that Chuck Norris put his shirt back on. <laughs> I'm upset Chuck doesn't have his beard. That is a little upset. I mean, but I mean, you know, it's kind of old Chuck. It's fine. It's it's porno Chuck. It should be. Yeah, it does actually. <laughs> Him and John Holmes would could have a mustache. Off in this one. I, on the off days, he's shooting with Randy West and <laughs> Joey Silvera. I'm always thinking about going. I thought about going for the mustache look myself, just to be a fucking asshole. And then uh, my wife's ex-boyfriend from years ago, who we sometimes get mistaken for each other by strangers. He went with the mustache first, and I was like, well, fuck you, motherfucker. I can't do that now. Right. I can't look like you even more. No. Aha! Without the beard, you can't pull in the ladies, Chuck. He's got to go do his side stuff where he's shooting his porn. Yeah. It's like, look, I'm the pizza guy. You be you be the lady getting a delivery and doesn't have money. I don't know, just following these passages. 
Oh, it's an X. Okay, we're talking too much about albums. I can't pay attention to this. You've, you're wow. That is sexual harassment. That is absolutely sexual harassment in this day and age. He is a predator. He's fucking Harvey Weinstein, moving up on his ex. It's not cool. Using his cisgender. Pro- well, okay. Oh, it worked. The porn stash. It works every time for sure. Wait, did you just say like? And what what was it's his a, style Canucks? So now he's he Chinook fucked her. Titties, first titties in the movie. It's taken far too long for the first titties in the movie. <laughs> What's her style? Fuck Canuck. <laughs> this is uh, yeah. Okay, so he's just got together with his ex after killing a dude. And he looks like Randy West in this movie. And he looks like Randy... That's who, that's who he really looks like, like Randy West, yeah. He, he managed to get his ex back. Or maybe she's just going to bite him and be done with it. Burger and chips. Of course. Oh, of oh, he course. Got a, the fat he got a, guy gets he two got a burgers. double burger and chips. Not only do we show sexual predation in this movie, but we're also fat shaming people. That's cool. Let me show you for you. Wow, this is this is a brave biker guys taking on the fat cop. Are those like those are rub-on tattoos on his sure tits? Are. are they? Straight out of a. Uh, you better watch it now, man. Walker Texas Ranger came in. You ain't gonna fuck with him now. This is. It, these guys are insane. All he has to say is, if you reach for my gun, he's gonna fucking shoot you like real cops do. Oh, he's, he's a man of peace. Because that's the kung fu. I miss biker gangs like that. Just random hippies. They're watching werewolf on, werewolf on wheels. A largely devoid of werewolves, that movie. But that's well the build is like there are no cops this fucking nice. No. So we know this is a science fiction movie. Oh no, they'd be in jail. Yeah, they they they'd be accidentally they'd have an accidental discharge right in their fucking face. <laughs> I don't know, maybe because they're white, they're going to get away with it. Shot you in your face. The build-up for this is like an A-Team episode. The whole, you know, like Mr. T and them walking, it's just like, you leave our fat sheriff alone, he's a friend of ours. <laughs> yeah. They hired us. <laughs> well, I mean, they would have, they would have like been trying to destroy the restaurant for some corporate entity, and then the A-Team would have just <laughs> fucking gone in and made a tank for some reason. For some reason, for me, the A team has gotten better as I've gotten older. Like I loved it as a kid, and then I didn't like it. And now I love it again. Really, I tried to watch an episode recently, and I could not figure out why. If you're they, fucked up, why they they, they, they drove a tank into the restaurant they were trying to save? <laughs> it's so bad. I was like that, that. You just this is very counter. You just destroyed the restaurant. You're trying to save it. 
Did oh, you, Stephen First, you're so fat. Did you ever watch season five where they tried to make it more serious before they canceled it? Oh, Jesus Christ, no. They tried to make it serious? Yeah, and they, well, yeah, they did. It's season five, and they added like a special makeup effects guy that would work with Hannibal on like the his movie set. And oh, my God. Added, yeah, it was... It's, Ridiculous. That's what I, I, I did. Watch. The last episode so of Eighteen, I watched. I, wa- I watched in French. Really? Yeah, because I was I was in France. Nice. So I got to, they have words to the song there. So it's like Jules et Orton, c'est bon. That's awesome. To see Mr. T in in French. Yeah, I think movies dubbed in other languages are always the best. They're fun to watch that way. I'll sometimes do that if I'm. People don't like to watch movies, and I'll put a, just a strange movie on, and I'll put the you know foreign sub foreign language on yeah. for them, the audio track. And oh, but this guy, this this deputy, he says not into violence, but he. Why are you standing like that, Chuck? He just put his foot up like three feet in the air to like prominently display his crotch in the middle of the scene. Yeah, he's it's his gradual. That was a really awkward stance. And Stephen First is saying he's never one for violence, but he became a sheriff's deputy. How'd that, how'd that go? Do you have to go to school to be like a sheriff, like you do a cop? I don't know. Or can you just get elected? And have zero experience whatsoever. I'm not sure how that works. What scares me is in Florida, they have, I'm not sure where states allow these and don't, but those constables where you just basically become your own <laughs> sheriff and drive around and pull people over. What the fuck? Yes. You live in the worst fucking craziest state in the entire fucking union. It's bad. Everyone knows that. It's bad. But there's several, I looked it up one day, I can't remember all this. Tennessee's another one, several. But basically, you just go get like a degree, and you just drive around in your regular car and pull people over and give them citations. They can arrest them and everything. Else. What the? F- I've never heard of this. I swear, and it sounds like it's, a it's, terrible it, abuse of time. Oh, it's awful. Well, then, what is it? The the stand your ground laws in Florida? Yeah, there's a bunch of really bad. I love the weather. So That's not. Good. A terrible effect for this fucking shoddy little movie. He looks like the guy that. Whoa! Look at this. No. Oh, that was kind of cool. I'm gonna give one up for fucking whatever the fuck this movie was called. Silent. Rage. That guy looks like, like the guy in the business suit uh, in uh, Scanners. Oh yeah. The beginning of the, I don't know if it is. No, it isn't. But. <laughs> So this, so this, like this tiny little bumfuck town. It's got a, a super science lab in it. This little, this little gas station town where bikers randomly come through down home diners. They've got a state of the art medical laboratory to create super soldiers. Yeah. And so- All right. The the, the uh, town part of it, that if you took this out of it and actually left the lab, this could be an incredible Hulk episode. It's got the production value of one. And then that's we, another one that hasn't aged well. How long has it been since you watched that? Uh, I watched. I think I watched the one where they, there's two Hulks not that long ago because that's rad. That is a good one. I like that one. That's the one where uh, everyone's down on that fucking Thor. That when he did the Thor. When they were doing all the crossovers, yeah, 
I kind of thought that Thor looked cool. I didn't like the fact that he had like his little buddy with him the whole time. Yeah. But he, I thought it was kind of a cool costume. No, I was for it. And then the Daredevil, everyone came down in the Daredevil costume, and it looked exactly the same as in the Netflix series. But that's cool, but the old Hulk comes on. Yeah, well, it was a better fucking show. So sure, of course. that. Yeah. Now, have you watched The Punisher on there yet? I've been um, about halfway through The Punisher. It's pretty fucking good. Yeah, it's really good. Um, I think they're doing a pretty good job of taking an anti-hero and giving it a purpose so it just doesn't seem like a psycho vigilante, which is a little bit worrisome in this day and age. Like, some guy going around with guns shooting the fuck out of randos in Vegas or wherever the latest mass shooting was. Right. Punisher seemed a little problematic, but they've got it wrapped up kind of... In, a, in in its own little world where it's like, all right, well, that, that's you're kind of avoiding the issue, but you're making it kind of work. Oh, is he not hunting down like monsters? And no, stuff? no, it's it's like a whole conspiracy thing. It goes back to the the to the Daredevil series with the lieutenant, okay. and like goes back to his time in Afghanistan and and opium deals oh, and okay. shit like that. So I think in the first episode it shows like a flashback where he kills like all the awesome. Yeah, no, they, 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 I mean, he still kills some mob people and stuff like that, but he's got this code, and he doesn't want to hurt, you know, good guys and stuff like that, but it's it's still like, you know, a guy going around shooting randos who is not a cop is a little bit strange right now. I finally saw the Thor movie. That is a fucking phenomenal great movie. It really is. It was really good. I liked it a lot. <clears throat> Yeah, Marvel's knocking it out of the park right now, but... Did you see the Avengers trailer? I did. That's the, that, uh, the, that's the only one I haven't really liked so far was... I did not like the Captain the, the Captain America Civil War. I thought that was kind of a garbage movie. Did you like Winter Soldier? I liked Winter Soldier a lot. I didn't like Civil War because I wanted a Captain America movie, and instead you just got like the dumb super mashup. It's like a bunch of someone through... I mean, it's a great scene where they all get together and fight... But it just looked like somebody throwing action figures at each other, and I was like, "True." They've actually done a good job of putting in a lot of character and humanity into these characters, and that one's just like, bam, 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 fight. You know what movie I like, and a lot of people hated it. I liked Iron Man three. I liked Iron Man three. It was alright. It's a little ridiculous that he blows up all the suits at the end, and then has them in the next movie. He appears, but you know, whatever. It's comic books. Even in the, even even if it's a movie, it's comic books. All right, I'm on my second Lone Star beer. These fucking Southerners. Yeah, we're not. They're not fucking... Yeah, pick it up. Because I'm not going to make this movie completely sober. This is a really boring slasher movie. <laughs> that hasn't been much slashing yet. No. Yeah, that was for you. I brought enough for everybody. For each of us to have two. So we get two fucked up. Um, yeah. So we get... I have no idea what's going on. It's just oh no! Well, there's a super secret lab. They've discovered this guy's. I can't. I don't know if they built the guy or not, but he was his patient. I think they're. I don't know if we'll get the uh, origin of. Oh no, no! These guys did do it. They had the formula. He was their patient. You know, classic. Uh, try it out on fucking some psycho, or you know, accidentally put an abnormal brain into a dead body, and oops, you got a lunatic on your hands. But it said his brain died, so he's going to come back almost like a zombie. 
Oh, the so all right now we got now we got the uh, brain is the brain is regenerating. So it's, I don't know if this is a slasher film or a zombie film technically, or like a <laughs> reanimated Frankenstein film. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to see levels here. They're playing four four dimensional chess like Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. They, they, they can't even decide. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. I always like, there's a good there's a good trope. The doctors around, like, science just eating. Like, every time every time you have, like, some, like, you know, morgue guy, he's always, like, eating a sandwich over the fucking dead body. Because they want you to know that he's, like, jaded, doesn't care. You know, that movie is fun to watch, and I, I hadn't watched this in forever. And Corey, would, for whatever reason, had pulled it because he had never seen it. We watched uh, Night Shift with Henry Winkler and Michael Keaton. Oh, uh, fuck yeah. I haven't seen that in a long time. <laughs> They're running the hookers out of the morgue. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it's it's pretty good. <laughs> and it's a Ron Howard movie, too, which is weird. Is that a Ron Howard movie? <laughs> yes. Guys, is that the last time you made a movie that was interesting? Yeah, basically. I can't wait to watch him take on, uh, make, make, uh, fucking Han Solo boring. Oh, is he the one directing them? Yeah, they fired the, they fired the, the guys, the, not, they're not the brothers, they're, the other guys who worked on, like, the Lego movie. Yeah. They were, they were working on the Han Solo movie, and they thought it was out of tone. So that's Marvel, Marvel's killing it, and then the Star Wars producer, what's her name, Kat, Kathleen Kennedy, she sucks. She just wants every. it's, it's just... I hate fucking Star Wars shit. It's just like it, it, it's it's got this nostalgia recycle formula going, and it's all to, yeah. Abrams is behind it too. But yeah, well, he oh. fucking sucks. I've hated him forever. Yeah, I can't stand him. And it's just because if you're like, oh, he's a nerd, he likes Star Wars. It's like you're not a nerd if you like Star Wars. You're part of the normal general populace. Yep. So yeah, no, they just keep recycling a bunch of bullshit, and so like, I mean, Marvel, I guess they're recycling bullshit that was in comics already, but it's nice to see it, you know, from page to screen. So sure, it's a little different than just watching. Hey, I saw Star Wars in 1977. Oh look, they just remade it into another movie with new characters in it. Did you like the second Guardians film? Yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, yeah, I've liked almost all the Marvel movies. They've all My been favorite part of it was was Michael Rooker. I thought he was the best part. Michael Rooker is great. That he guy, was so great. No scenery movie. is safe when he's out there chewing it up. You he's know? so great. But I was like, yeah, I remember like when I rented a video of him and Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, and I was just like, this guy's fucking crazy. Yep. And he still kind of does that same kind of crazy vibe. Oh, have you seen the? I haven't the Jeffrey Dahmer thing that came out. That which one? There's some kind of new. Oh my! Uh, uh, it's that's based on you're talking about my friend Jeffrey or yeah. whatever. Yeah. yeah, that's based on a comic book too. I read that years ago. I was, was kind of interested to see it. The comic book was fantastic, I and it wasn't it. like a guy who knew. He wasn't like best friends with Jeffrey Dahmer, but they were classmates, and and you know they they chatted, and so it like focuses on that part of the guy's life a little bit. I'm kind of curious to see how they handle it in film form because you know you want to have the comic book's pretty subtle because it's just like little clues of like you know he run comes across Jeffrey when he's like fucking around with a dead animal and I'm just, I don't know if they're you know if that's going to work in film form to be very exciting well I would this scene right here with this bar and these titties would play so much better with LMFAO's I'm sexy and I know it over it <laughs> <laughs> 
These are crazy bikers. We were uh, talking about uh, this, uh, speaking of bikers, uh, one of our guys told me a story, and I saw it yesterday too, a guy had, there was a Guar design that had like the rockers, like, you know, like Hell's Angels wear, like yeah. it says Guar and then Antarctica on the rockers. Like, this guy's wearing it on his vest. Well, one of our friends was telling me a story about it. He had it on a sweatshirt, got cornered by an actual Mongol, you know, the Mongols yeah. motorcycle gang? And guy had a Mongol tattoo on his neck and everything. So, and he came up. He's like, "The fuck is that? The fuck is that?" Because you know, real, real drug dealing bikers don't like you to have rockers on your back. There's a whole code about that shit. <laughs> and he gets in there in this dude's face. He's about five two. Get, he's getting in his face. He's like, "Why are you fucking wearing? What is that?" He's like, "It's a band. It's Guar." He's like, "Never heard of it." Luckily, he was in the record shop and he was able to like go. Oh, it's that band that that T-shirt on the wall there. And he goes. You know, like face, like you know, three inches from his face. Like, you better just fucking watch yourself. Immediately threw the sweatshirt up on eBay. Never wore it again. Like, oh, oh no. You know, I wonder what real like outlaw bikers that are left feel about that Sons of Anarchy. These like, these like nine to five guys that go get a bike and they get their their motorcycle club. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> The road, the what is it? What wild? What's that fucking horrible Tim Allen movie? Road hogs? Yeah, wild hogs. Wild hogs. <laughs> wild hogs. Yeah, embarrassing. But it's, not, it's also embarrassing is the fake tattoos on this woman. This is just stupid. You know who they need in a situation like this? They need Kiwi Herman. Indeed. And he can do the tequila dance and make everybody happy. <laughs> Seriously, the sheriff's deputy was just about to fucking grab some biker titty. He's the worst. He just chopped off the shit out of I think the world would be a better place, though, if bikers were more like this and, like, wearing, like, you know, old aviator hats and shit instead of, you know, running meth. Yeah. It would be a nicer world. Just, like, you know, going down the road, roughing up a gas station once in a while in the middle of the desert. Instead, I got HA headquarters next to my fucking house where I live in Oakland. I, I do not talk to them. Real, they're real. Oh yeah, no, it's the HA. I mean, the HAs are formed in Oakland, so they have their headquarters in East Oakland. Not, it's not next door, but it's pretty close. I can walk there very easily and have walked past it and seen people post it up and all that kind of shit. We're in a green room, and a couple people keep coming in and interrupting, which is totally fine because you know what I'm about to talk about. Sorry, right, buddy. We're just watching a movie. <laughs> Uh, we're watching Silent Rage with Chuck Norris. Oh, I've been watching that like every night for the last couple of nights on our bus because I can't seem to finish it, so I told totally him. Seriously, you guys have been watching Silent Rage? Yeah. <laughs> what? He comes in and he's just like the dude comes in and goes boop right on the head. Yeah, yeah. And that's as far that's as far as you get. No, 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 I've gone about halfway. All know it's a lot of Chuck Norris and that really skinny bitch and nipples. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That happens a lot. <laughs> a lot of fat jokes. So apparently in the Guar bus, they've been trying to watch this movie that we randomly picked out for this podcast. That's hilarious. And uh, but in our in our bus, we've been trying to finish uh, 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 Beastmaster, and we always start at about three a.m. when everyone's drunk as hell, and we still haven't made it all the way to the end. That's pretty. And that's actually a good movie. Yeah, this movie's pretty horrible. Pretty what I pretty much what I expected. 
It's supposed to be a slasher film, but it's just Walker, Texas Ranger beating up bikers so far. It's basically Walker, Texas Ranger, and Halloween. Yeah, but I'm waiting for the <laughs> Halloween part. Yeah, that's what we're wanting to see. That's the, the, the guy just comes in straight up Michael Myers. All right, I'm looking forward to something happening. Although this is a pretty good bar fight scene. We got some some balsa wood breakaway chairs. We got a. Uh, Oh man! Oh, that was great. Guy sliding down the whole bar. Oh, you picked a fight. You can't win. Wait, his motorcycle's in the bar, ready for an escape. What the fuck? Oh, Stephen First, you're so fat. You're you're comedy. Was he in Porky's? Uh, no, he was not in Porky's. In the Animal House. And he's in, uh, God damn, he's in a lot of movies playing. I know there's something I'm trying to, I can't remember. But I mean, that's, yeah, definitely an animal, that was like his big breakthrough, his animal house, and it became a comic book. Oh, he forgot, he didn't really think about the head clearance on that motorcycle through the window. Stephen First. Stephen First? Look at him up. He's, He's great. Stephen First is great, but they do fat shame him a lot. Damn, alright, we got top, Walker Texas Ranger just took out a whole bar of bikers. That is the Chuck Norris I want to see. I'll tell you a disappointing Chuck Norris movie from my childhood that I remembered thinking that I loved it, and then when I tried to watch it recently, Delta Force. Chuck's in the very beginning, and then hours later of the the t- terrorists on the plane, then he shows up and kills everybody. Wait, so the thing <laughs> is, I get... <laughs> What, I'm always confusing Delta Force with uh, what's what's the one where they have like super bikes that fly and shit. Oh, Megaforce. Megaforce. No, that's I, a great. Movie. And he's another bearded like blonde dude who looks just like Chuck Norris. And that's like I always think. So I always think I've seen Delta Force and I haven't. I saw I saw the, I saw Megaforce a bunch. Megaforce has got your uh, guy from the Warriors in it too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm currently wearing a Warriors shirt, which I can. I, I need to stop wearing because I'm getting sick of people saying, like, at random truck stops on this tour, like, Warriors, come out and play. <laughs> You're like, thanks. I mean, it's great you like my shirt. Give me a fucking discount on this fucking coffee, guy. <laughs> yeah. No, Force was great. I always liked that. I mean, it's just ridiculous. It's it's GI. It was the first GI Joe film. If you want to get right down to totally what agree it is, that. and it's got Barry Boswell in it. I can't. Uh, it's been so long since I've seen that. <laughs> He's, this guy. This what. Uh, this is what I wanted to see of Michael Myers. This is what Halloween was missing. Was a ton of time of Michael Myers sitting on a, on a fucking operating bed. <laughs> That's what Halloween was missing. Was was biker fights with a sheriff. Definitely needed a lot more of that. So what do you what do you think about that Halloween film that Danny McBride's doing? I'm excited and trepidatious. Um, I don't want to see any more Halloween movies like ever. Just the first one is one of the best slasher movies ever made, and then and pr- 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 kind of old, one of the only one that's like legitimately you can say is like good. Yeah, it's good. I mean, I like a lot of slasher movies, but it's good. Like it's a good scary movie. I don't like Halloween two. Halloween three is of course. Something completely different. It's a mate. Do you like it? I like it. I like it, but it's like it's. But I like it. No, right. garbagey, culty. It's like it's sure. No, it's got that. Uh, oh God, I should remember his name, but like you know, Tom the, Atkins. Tom, yeah, the, the archetypical the guy they're trying to fucking replace on Stranger Things. Essentially, is that that's who that's supposed to be. That uh, other guy. It's the same kind of dad body, and uh, every other film has sucked from Halloween. It's like it doesn't need to get redone. But I'm only curious because. Uh, what is it, Jody Hill and Danny McBride, right? Like, 
I've enjoyed all their work together, except all their work has been like fucking crazy comedy, like edgy comedy. And I'm like, you guys want to do a horror movie? All right, well, I'm so I'm excited just because I like Danny McBride a lot. I'm a big fan. I'm actually going to go, got tickets to go see a night of celebrating Danny McBride at SF Sketchfest when I get home. So, That's amazing. So we got tickets for that, uh, me and my wife, because we're both huge Danny McBride fans. Dude, Even though he's in shitty movies, he's, so he's if you want it. Vice Principles is great. <laughs> he's bounding down. As a, every time I thought they'd like run out of steam on it, he's bounding down. The next season came out, and it was fucking amazing. It's so good. <laughs> like when he got to the fourth season, I was like, all right, there's no way they're going to keep this funny. And they fucking did. It was really good. And he's like, he's just so good at playing like an egotistical monster that you actually empathize with in a certain way. Like his fragility, is, is, and it's just his fucking face is funny. Well, you know, in Vice Principles, it's it was I like it a lot, but Russell really is the part of it that that makes me piss my pants. That Russell, he, oh yeah, yeah, he's, he's so super funny, awesome. Well, then you, they made you feel like that's how Danny McBride and Joey Hill have done. Like they made you feel even bad for him when they show his sisters sure. like bullying him and stuff. It's oh like, yeah. After like you know coming to like you know enjoy hating this guy, then like you're like fuck. Now I kind of feel sorry for him. Fuck, fuck. Even though I'm, I haven't finished, that. I haven't finished it yet yeah, either. So. I haven't either. I haven't finished it, but I'll go on record not having finished the second season that I think Russell shot fucking David McBride, but I'm not sure. That's yeah, big, I don't know either. I, don't know. I haven't had time. I think it was that crazy woman he slept with. Not the. I love her. She's insane. Oh, she's great. Yeah, the, the first one or whatever. Yeah, the one who still like, gets all gross and puts a string in it. Like, why don't you shoot my pussy? Or yeah. yeah. Oh, this is an amazing, lovely montage. Yeah. This song is fucking AM radio classic we're hearing right here. I know, it's like a... Yeah, look at that. Randy West corner. Look at that. Average body. That's what I aspire to. An average body. She was wrong. See, I feel like, you know, poor Steven First is getting, like, fat shamed. I feel like now the time is right. For now, we need a Steven Seagal fat kung fu movie. Like, I mean, he was he kind of fat. It. He still makes them. Like, what, like, what was the last one he made? Because it's like, I feel like he needs to be like, you know, getting They're like straight to video things. Getting, I can send he, he needs to, to get like the two that. hamburgers, like all the same fat shaming <laughs> jokes, but then kung fu the fuck out of a motherfucker. And then you know, and then talk about how awesome Vladimir Putin is because he's a giant fucking Russophile. I'll tell you something, it's a few years old now, but if you ever get a chance just for the comedy value of it. That's the doctor. Yeah. So think of a mix between Barry Gibbs for BGs and Sebastian Sloan if there's a porno actor. Yeah, I can see that. He can I mean we could get a little more feathered hair, it'd be nice. I always wanted to have nice feathered hair like that when I was a kid. Never worked out. I just had a bowl cut. I had a bowl cut. Bull well, cut's pretty tight. In fact, every movie that we watch where there's a kid, like we were watching The Fog months ago or whatever, and then I was just like, there's my 80s bowl again. Oh. I was like, there's my... <laughs> it was sweet. Did you gel it out too? No. No, it was just a... It was literally just a bowl. So I had a bowl cut, but I gelled it so it would go apart in the middle. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, how about you get a permed bowl. Yeah. I just had normal hair, but I was always jealous of my Oklahoma cousins and their their feathered hair and their fucking 
their uh, T-bird and shit. Right. Proper Oklahoma. This is like, what this is just fucking. I can't believe people fall asleep during this movie because there's so much going on. We were like at two deaths, a pair of titties, and then just like nothing. Just like well, the bar fight scene was okay, but like where? Yeah, it's where? Pretty, there's this is really low on like blood. A, a really low on blood. We're watching an '80s drama film. Yeah, the writer wanted to get in all these romantic scenes, and he's like, fuck, I need to sell this movie. So, okay, it starts with a serial killer. We'll make him come up at the end again, I guess. I know what I want to ask you about. Cause I ask me about something. I still haven't watched it, and I was I wanted your yes or no on it. Uh, I watched a really bad rip of it, and just really did justice. It. What did you think of the... Oh, I didn't want to see that movie. My wife wanted to see it. I relented. Because we were like, let's go to the movies tonight because they had like cheap nights and we're cheap. And I was like, all right, we'll go to whichever one we can get to. There's a couple movies we wanted to see it. It was there. I was like, all right, you wanted to see it. I'll go see it. It's fine. Oh, wait. Look, John Kirby's back. He finally woke Finally woke up. All right. Might get into some action here. But uh, yeah, no, I did not enjoy it. I didn't enjoy the CG clown. I didn't. I mean, I didn't like the original it, and I'm not a huge Stephen King fan. The best Stephen King material, in my opinion, takes an idea from him and just flips it on its head because I don't think he's a ter- terribly good writer. I think he's a good idea man. Like the mist, like they completely changed the ending of the mist, and it's it was better for it. And you know what uh, Stanley Kubrick did with The Shining, Stephen King hated it. So that just tells you what a fucking idiot he is. Agreed. So, 100% agree with you. So, anyways, I did not enjoy it. It fucking and I also my mother was a clown, so I'm kind of predisposed to hate the whole psycho clown thing. There was uh, actually I really enjoyed. There was a, a set of ghoul shows where they came out. The uh, first character it was like during that big clown scare last autumn, you know? Yes. Which is stupid. Clowns aren't scary. They're mirthful characters. And, anyways, they had a psycho clown come on stage talking about how scary it was, and then ghoul just killed him. Well, I don't kill. They cut his dick off. That's so because he's kind of a molesty clown, scabby the clown, ah, and uh, yeah, destroyed him thoroughly because clowns are not fucking scary. I don't care how creepy that guy's smile it is. It's it. Yeah, I just that fucking movie. And then they left out the best part of the Stephen King book, which is where all the kids have sex with each other. Yeah. Well, the- How are you going to leave that out? I mean, it's it's the auteur came up with it. Yeah, Stephen King's fucking... He doesn't... You know, the thing that I think is weird is... And then these movies will get made that I really like, and he hates them. He hates Christine, which I love. This is fucking phenomenal. It is. That's like all... Hey, if you want to know what a good Stephen King adaptation is, go read the interviews with Stephen King and see if he hated it or not. If he hated it, it's probably pretty fucking good. Yeah, here's here's you another one that I absolutely love, and he hates it. The Dead Zone. What a great movie! Oh, fucking idiot. I love uh, that movie. Uh, the one thing I'll give Stephen King credit for is I really enjoy Maximum Overdrive because that is the most coked up fucking nightmare <laughs> film. Dude is so high. Have you seen the, the trailer where he's like, I'm, I'm Stephen gonna, King. Hey, I'm gonna scare the hell out of you. Fucking high as fuck. <laughs> But I remember as a kid seeing that trailer for that because he's like, I'm going to scare the hell out of you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I wanted to see it because it looked like the Green Goblin was on that one truck. It did look like that to me as a kid, too. Uh, but yeah, no, it's it's just a... That movie's... I, to call it good is a stretch, but it's super enjoyable. It's ridiculous. But you're right. Everything he hates, I love. He hates Creepshow 2. I love it. He hates... Uh, he hates Creepshow 2? Yes. 
Creepshow 2 is the scary. The raft is like one of the scariest so fucking good. things ever. That still creeps me out when I go in a lake. Yeah, it's. You know what's weird? You know the main kid. The Indian sucks. In that scene. Yeah, it's terrible. In that scene where he's like, he's like, I beat you, and then he dies at the end of. You know, the yeah. He was in Point Break, like the original one. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. Because we he's were one of the surfing, surfing guys. Because Corey and I were doing that, and I was just like, what the hell? That's so random. <laughs> but, but yeah. yeah. The raft is fantastic. It is. It's, it's, fuck, it's, now I'm trying to remember what's the other story, because there's only three stories. Thanks for the rod, too. lady. The, oh, that one's great! It's got Holly Goodhead from Moonraker in it. Holy shit. Oh, shit. I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, no, that one. She's one's... with the gigolo, and then she's trying to drive back home. Right. And, yeah. No, that that one's that one's fucking great. The Indian (laughs) one's the only one where it's problematic. It's like a white guy polishing one of those tobacco like Indians, and then like the in the the American native is the bad guy. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're always those (laughs) those First Nations people always fucking over white guys. (laughs) Fuck, like whoever wrote that just kind of needs to be punched in the face. But the other two stories in that one are great. It's fun, and then you've got Savini's creeper <coughs> on it. But yeah, he hates that. And he, the one that kills me though is that. But know, did he write that also, or did he not write Creepshow too? I don't know. I just know he hates it. Fuck! I gotta find out. Now. But he, the one that kills me though is the Dead Zone. It's like Cronenberg directed it. It's like, what do you need? Yes. Yeah, well, like, Cronenberg. You know, I could see why he might. Uh, Cronenberg is. You know, he, he. There's a dividing line with Cronenberg. It's like you either really fucking dig what he does, or you totally fucking hate it. I don't like everything he did, but I love that movie. I like Cronenberg. Just it's like I don't even necessarily always enjoy the movie, but I'm just like you're a fucking wicked sick fuck, dude. Oh, he is, man. Shivers. That's such a great movie. Shivers is. Wait, that's the one where the chicks having all the babies. No. Oh no, that's the brood. The brood's great. Shivers. Wait, which one? Shivers is. All right, I'm the, 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 apart- the apartment complex, and they've got the worms and their pussies and dick holes, and it's like. I mean, what's the one? Oh, I like a fucking rabbit a lot. Oh, rabbit's great. That because that's uh, the, also the porn some, star some credit for the yeah, uh, Marilyn Marilyn Chambers. Uh, Chambers, yeah. That's a great one too. I love seventies. You know my stars. favorite Cronenberg movie that everybody hates, Crash. Love it. Uh, I haven't seen it in years. When I did see it, so I did not up. like it. It's so fucked up. But I would have. I kind of want to see it again because yeah, it was a really weird concept in the first place. It, but basically, these people have car wrecks and they go fuck. Yeah, they like, they're turned on by car wrecks. <laughs> it's so weird. <laughs> so we got. So we're fine, like we're still we're still only two. Like okay, we got this guy John Kirby back, but we're still only two murders in. But I think we're about to lose Ron Silver. Finally, he's dying. <laughs> I mean, people are calling this Halloween. There's Michael Myers, no, it's, but it's like it's he doesn't even have a cool mask. It's just it, it's just fucking Thomas Hayden Church going around like mostly dead for the most of he's brain dead for most of this film. Yeah, right. Was, yeah, Stephen King wrote and he didn't like it. He doesn't like anything. <laughs> he doesn't like Creepshow too. What a fucking idiot! I'll punch him in the face for doing that First Nations thing. But, uh, you ever seen Creepshow 3? No. Not fucking good. It was like, I don't know, it was like some kind of Canadian production. Weird. And it's me, like, me and my wife were like, what the fuck, there's a Creepshow 3? And, oh, it's bad. It's one of the worst things I've ever seen. It's, uh, I think I made better movies as a kid. Yeah, it's. It, I never saw. I'll tell you something. I watched Corey had that I'd never seen is Return of the Living Dead three. That was actually really good. <laughs> is that the one where the girl comes in, right? Yeah, so, yeah. yeah it's it's awful, but it's oh, it's, it's another fun. It's super gory though. I was yeah, Jesus. 
I think I like I probably enjoy it better than two, just because two is such a retread of one with like the yeah. same actors and everything. There's some good lines, but two is like I was like, what is happening? This is so cheap. And the first one is like one of my favorites. Oh, it's so good. Which was disappointing. I don't know if I ever told you this. Corey and I had uh, God, what's his name? The guy, Joanna Man, the one from the the black dude from the first Return of the Living Dead. Wait, uh, I can't remember his name. Oh yeah, I know who you're talking about. I He's in Friday Thirteenth Part Five. Right, 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 right. Yeah, sure. So we have him on, and Corey went through all the stuff. He was so excited to have him on. I was too. I was like, "This is fucking cool." You just like dug this guy out of nowhere, and he comes on, and the whole interview is just like. Like, we're recording it. We're, like, recording it with the phone. And he's all like, yeah, man, I was homeless, and I'd move there from South... Hold on, hold on. And he'd be gone for, like, ten minutes, and then he'd come back. Oh, what a fun interview. It, it was awful. And then the most disappointing part of the whole thing, which Corey left out completely... So I'm, I'm breaking your balls here, Corey. The very end of it, he's like, all right, God bless y'all. Y'all, y'all need to go to church and everything. Uh, and I was just like... Uh. <laughs> Yeah, Miguel yeah. Nunez. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's him, totally. Well, you know, and he's so great in those movies, but it's like, it's like, wow, this is one well, you know, I've never done. <laughs> Sometimes you don't want to meet your heroes. Agreed. That's why I've never met John Carpenter. I'm scared to. Oh. I've heard so many bad things about that. I don't, I, the only thing I, 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 yeah, I don't know, that would be weird because he seems like such a jaded old fuck, but that's kind of what I like about him at a distance. And I like the, the fact, same I like the fact that all the time he's got a fucking cigarette in his mouth, he doesn't give a shit. <laughs> I mean, I quit smoking to take up the, my douche nozzle, so now I vape, but uh, I like John Carpenter just as... He's also me. John Carpenter makes a bunch of shit movies now. Agreed. Or, yeah, he's... He doesn't have the... Yeah, he has... He, he, I kind of I always felt like Big Trouble in Little China's failure at the box office kind of broke John Carpenter. Because, like, I enjoy some of his movies. Like, I mean, They Live is great. It's awesome. It's one of a kind, but it's also cheap looking as fuck. But it's just, it's got Roddy Piper and, um, um, who's the other guy? They're so good in it. Oh, David. Keith David. Yeah, Keith David. Yeah. From, yeah, they're so awesome and they really fucking keep that movie together. And, uh, but I mean, like, Prince of Darkness, I enjoy it, but it's like, it's rough around the edges, you it know? Is. And it, like, and it, it just is. keeps getting rougher and rougher. Vampires is bad. Oh, it's real bad. And it's the only soundtrack of his that I really fucking don't like. Like I got that one and I was like, it's. I was like, this is not good. And fucking uh, Assault on Precinct Mars, that was not a good movie. But the soundtrack's so fucking good. But you know, credit Steve Vai a little bit on that one. I think it's Steve Vai on that. Yeah, I think it is. Now, did you go see him a second time when he played? No, because I was on tour. Okay, so I missed it, and uh, which was kind of a bummer. Uh, Gould did play. He's not played any Southern dates. I've never oh, really? seen him. No, he's never played anywhere in the South. Oh, that's he's from too Kentucky. Bad. So I don't understand that. Yeah, but no, the first time I saw it, it was great. And me and my coworker, we came with sunglasses because so, we knew it would happen eventually. We had to see the ghouls. Because that's what they're credited as in the movie. They're called ghouls. Um, not aliens or whatever. They're, they're ghouls. You know, that some of that movie was actually shot here in Atlanta. Oh, was it? Yeah. Yeah, actually. Some of the principal photographer. I think was. I did know that. And what's even weirder was I was reading a while back because I never knew this. Like, he actually wanted Kurt Russell in that role, and Kurt turned it down, and then he got Roddy. I could see. I mean, you could see that. You could see that that sure. would be like the Kurt Russell every man, and Kurt Russell's like, uh, "Our last movie bombed. Uh, I'm not going to do this." With you. <laughs> Although I watched the director's commentary, "Big Trouble in China," because I said, "Kill her." 
That's that's it. Really? That's what we've been waiting for. A blood pack on the back of the fucking head. Have you went to any of the location Ugh. shootings in Chinatown or anywhere where he shot Big Trouble? Have you ever? Done Not that? a lot was shot actually in Chinatown. Oh, Most okay. of it's on a set in L.A. It was all set. Yeah, it's like there's a couple times where the that's truck the truck drives, but you know that alley where the truck that's all set. That's all uh, movie set. I mean, there's no way they could pull that kind of like you know like it's such a good having movie. all that crazy kung fu going on with that shit. Now the director's commentary is really fun to watch if you ever get a chance because he does it with Kurt Russell and Kurt Russell is so jazzed on that movie <laughs> and he's awesome. like and I think like the director's commentary. Came out after like hit, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, and Kurt like, "Look at this, John. You knew this shit was coming before anyone. You knew it. You were ahead of your time." And John's like, "Yeah, I know. <laughs> Fuck this movie bombed. <laughs> like, and it, you know it bombed because Aliens came out. And in you know the I didn't know doing research on that movie. Screaming Mad George did all like the makeup in it too for him." Yeah, some great shit. Yeah, the the what was it? I think the hardest effect they did was that the eyeball. Yeah, he guy. I can't remember the name of it, but I mean it's basically a D and D monster ripoff. But it's awesome. But that was like the guy. The, uh, the beholder. Yeah. Yeah, the beholder. Like the- and it like appears for like ten seconds, and apparently that was like the most expensive effect they had on that entire fucking movie. <laughs> but yeah, it's one of my favorites of all time for sure. You would think that movie made a lot of money on home video. I know I rented the shit out of it as a kid. Yeah, but that didn't mean nothing. I mean, it's like back in the back days, then, yeah, home video. True. Home video was a weird thing back in the day, which I don't know if children understand this. Home video, when a movie would go to home video, it's not like you could just go buy the VHS for like ten bucks for cheap. The VHSs cost like a hundred dollars a piece, yep. and the stores had to buy them, and then they would rent them out and recoup their costs. So it's not like. You could rent a movie if if you were in a shop and you rented a movie a hundred times for a dollar, five dollars a day, or whatever it was in your local town. They that you were just helping the store, so yeah, the store just had the store just had to plan what movies they thought would be rented the most. All right, now this is getting a little bit Halloween because he's hanging up the corpses for someone to find. That is terrible. <laughs> that is terrible. <laughs> Yeah, basically, we've had mostly it's been Walker, Texas Ranger. Now, at the end of this, now we're getting like Laurie Stroud, like discovering all the dead bodies in her house. Ah, your eyes moved, fucker. You're not dead. Oh, now, okay, now here's the epic match we've been waiting for Uh, Chuck Norris versus Thomas Hayden Church. Guy's only killed four people now, right? We got a body yeah, count of four. He's not done a whole lot because he didn't kill the other doctors when escaping, unless we were talking about something and I missed it. I think we're at body count four, and we're at one decent gore effect. Yeah, and Chuck Norris is the star of this, and he's not in it. And I've only seen, <laughs> I've only seen two pairs of titties. That's it. It's not a good slasher movie. No, it's. It's really bizarre, is what it is. I didn't, I didn't even know what this was. I thought it was going to be like a ninja movie. <laughs> no, it's not. And then, Silent Rage. It sounds like like a Shokasuji like ninja. Movie. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen any of Chuck Norris's kung fu. I mean, I know he can do kung fu, but he like, tends not to. I don't know why. Missing in action is my guilty pleasure with him. Never have a guilty pleasure. Only have pleasure. <laughs> I love. If you enjoy missing in action, enjoy. it's so good. <laughs> have you seen it, Abby? It's so bad. 
What's up, Steven? First, you're gonna try to fucking grab her titties too. Uh oh, it's gonna get difficult here now. Science created him. Now Chuck Norris must destroy him. Yeah, <laughs> that's the poster for it. I think that's. I mean, he's an indestructible man fused with power beyond compensation and an unstoppable terror, which is one final showdown will push Chuck Norris to his limits and beyond. See, I'm going to have to bust the guy in Guar's balls for not being able to finish this excellent cinematic. I can't find the the dead body. No, he's not. He's he's a killing machine. We're back with the mad scientists. This is... Do a political satire where it's money created him and it's Trump and it's like, but Chuck Norris must destroy. Oh fuck that! <laughs> Chuck Norris probably voted for him. <laughs> I know exactly. It's what science fiction. <laughs> oh Lord, yeah, he totally did. Hey, this corpse is walking and talking. Well, he killed the other scientists. Why isn't he going to kill them? Come, I don't know what you what you look for. Oh yeah, sure. Hi <laughs> Adam. <laughs> he is legend. Stopping by. So the guy came back and he wants he killed the one doctor for reasons I don't understand, but then he's coming back to get help from these other guys. These are actually good. I've never had the Lone Star? It's not bad. It's just like you know, your typical kind of like cheap American Pilsner. Never had it before. Well, I'm glad I could bring a little spot of uh, Texas Ranger to you. Brewed in Texas since 1884. And I believe largely only available in Texas unless you can go to some special I've shop. never seen that. We did bring, uh, me and my wife did, uh, when she was DJing, and uh, she, uh, I was showing movies while she DJed, so we did a Texas Chainsaw Massacre night, and we, 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 got, a, we got some Lone Star beers into, awesome. the, into the bar in Oakland. That's great. And it was right after Toby Hooper died, so. Nah, just, man, it's like they're all just dropping. Well, like, they're all fucking old. They are. The fact that John Carpenter's still on tour is kind of amazing. It's like, well, how did he not drop first? You know, his touring thing, to me, I was going to ask you about this. I would rather see him up there with a synth by himself with Alan Holdsworth and Tommy Lee Wallace than him with those two boys. I just want to see the Coupe de Ville's and do, oh, that was do the do the Big Trouble Little China fucking horrible pop rock song. What the hell? No, it's a hell of a performance if you get a chance to see it. Oh, just stepping gum in the green room? That's disgusting. That's the grossest thing I've seen and I've been watching this movie for an hour now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm totally stuck to the floor. That's hideous. Well, that's cool. Someone spit their chewing gum onto a carpet in the green room. Whatever class. Rock and roll is fucking awesome, guys. <laughs> Living the big life. The miracle of me getting the gum off. Where's, uh... Here you I got a bag. Is a bag. Go for it. Gum for my shoes. You know, if you want to make an omelet, you got to break a few eggs. There you That's go. the, yeah, the classless... <laughs> the same person that doesn't wipe their ass when they <laughs> well you know when, anytime you're in any green room on tour you gotta wonder like you know you take a you, you go to take a nap on the couch or something and you're like how many people fucked on this couch <laughs> sure sure I myself ruined at least one green room couch by vomiting all over it mm-hmm. 
And that was at my wedding. And he was worried when we first sat in there was like dirt here. I'm like, that ain't shit. It's like, no, no, don't run a black light in this room. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we're at the new masquerade in Atlanta, which just seems really nice. We were at the old the old masquerade used to have a fucking load elevator. Yep. That like was a single chain and it's the scariest thing I've ever oh, seen shit. in my entire fucking life. You put all this gear on it, it would go up this elevator to the big room. Oh, it's fucking weird, man. Played there a bunch of times. Yeah, they turned it into uh, a park. It's a park. Is the building still there? No, they leveled the whole. Thing. Oh, that building was. That's the thing that was so cool. Is like because it was like an old mill or something way back. Supposedly haunted. I was told, so I don't know. No, there was a haunted house there at one point when we came through and they we got to go through the haunted house oh in the back of it yeah they're in the yeah they used to have bands play in that back lot in that they, they had a stage built and like if it was a really big band oh I, I i played i played a scion fest there with wolves in the throne room okay and uh it was like we came back we i did was just filling in on bass for him we came back from europe and that was the last show was the scion fest and yeah so like they had a big backstage built and Every stage had bands on it, and high on, I remember watching High on Fire and Neurosis. I think it was Neurosis. High on Fire and Neurosis played the main stage. It was really cool. Nice. Which was the yeah, because they built that big back lot. It was also rainy and muddy and disgusting. So there were tons of bands at that. Then. Oh yeah, yeah. That was like I mean those Scion Fests were insane. I remember a bunch of kids getting in like to playing in bands and stuff around the time, and I was like, enjoy this while you can. Don't think this is a permanent thing. Yes, they're going to pay you a bunch of money, but I can tell you right now, this is a bad marketing plan, and this is going to fail. And I didn't necessarily see that the whole car company was going to disappear, <laughs> but I did know that you know I I, I, I uh, drove a band, a, a good band, but they went out you know banking on Scion money for the rest of their fucking career. And because they got paid a lot for a week long tour because they put out socks and you know the bullshit they would do like the sure. Scion propaganda. Sure. So they, you know, I gave them some outrageous number to drive them on tour and rent gear to them, and because I didn't want to do it that much, and they paid me in full, and they made a ton of money just because of Scion. And I was like, all right, well, don't get used to this. <laughs> this is and, not going to be a normal and thing. And there it went. You know, it was basically like one guy, I think it was a guy from Vice, like moved over to do advertising at Scion, and and that was his big idea. And I was just like, oh, dude, you're scamming the fuck out of you guys. <laughs> Sulfuric acid does not bubble, and nor should you label it with a Sharpie on a glass. Wait, why? He's going to inject him with sulfuric acid? That makes medical sense. Sulfuric acid on its own is actually not that dangerous. It's when you mix it with moisture. Right. So, human flesh has moisture. So, there you go. So, what are we going to do to this faux Michael Myers? Is he trying to kill him? I don't... Do I care? I think he just gets trapped. Oh, yeah, he's trying to kill him with sulfuric acid. Yeah, we're going to try to kill John Kirby. It's not going to take. My prediction, he's going to kill at least one more person in this epic slasher fiction. So was Toby Hooper dying a bigger loss, do you think, to you or the horror community, either one, or George Romero? George, well... If you had to pick, I mean, just... Jeez. 
neither of them was making very good films. Um, That's true. But I mean, George Romero, I think, is more iconic. George Romero, well, I don't know. That's a hard call. Because George Romero created the whole zombie genre as it exists. Like, I uh, totally agree. He like, gets no the, uh, like the undead viral thing. Sure. And then, but I mean, Toby Hooper, in a way, well, it's not the slasher genre. I guess it's just the bumbling fuckwood backwoods drama or a horror movie. Um, but I mean, yeah, the, the kind of like reality that Texas Chainsaw Ma- uh, Massacre brought brought to the thing, where it's like it all felt so real and like almost like a documentary, like grossness. But he did. I'd say George Romero had more good movies in his career than Toby Hooper. If if we don't count Poltergeist, which we're still not sure how much Toby Hooper directed and how much Steven Spielberg put his hand in it. Because it definitely looks like a fucking Steven Spielberg movie. Yes, it does. But technically directed by Toby Hooper. So that was a bad remake. Did you watch Poltergeist? Wait, they remake Poltergeist? <laughs> it's so bad. I missed that one entirely. It so it's awful. Like, there's nothing oh, wait. about it. He still has a vial of sulfuric acid. Maybe we're going to get our first cool gore effect in this movie. Nope. He's going to just be an actor who pretends to be dead. This looks like the hallway uh, that they used. I swear I bet it's the same, depending on where they shot this. In uh, um, Body Double. Where he, I wouldn't doubt it. You know what I'm talking about? Where he's like, mm-hmm. has claustrophobia and he's like trying to talk to that woman or whatever. Mm-hmm. I love that movie. That's my favorite Brian De Palma film. Brian, yeah. I'm a huge Brian De Palma fan. I like that one. I don't know why. Of course. It's because you're a woman. <laughs> it may be. <laughs> Fucking thrillers. So, this is... I'm trying. I'm still trying to figure out who this movie was made for. Like, yeah, it's, it looks like it's, it's not. It's not a horror movie. It looks it's like it's definitely made for not TV. a horror movie. Yeah, it's like minus the titty shots, but it's like. A, Oh, he wants to look in the fridge because he's fat. Stephen first, you're so fat. Yeah, they're like you know, they're like it's sciencey, but then it's. Oh, I am having a very vocal rage against this movie. He's not even melted, is he? He's just no. It's and be an actor with his eyes body double, which is bad. You, yeah. God damn it! That's it. That's all we get. <laughs> I want some payoff. I want some gore effects. All right. It was very nice for Sean to recommend this movie, and I hate him forever. <laughs> yeah, I can't imagine why this isn't sampled all over a mortician record or something. <laughs> there we go, this fucking dumbass. Do you like Mayhem at all? I do. I went and saw them last week. It was really good. I heard it was very good. Um, I saw them. I mean, didn't they? Because they're doing Day Mysterious Dome Satanus, right? Yeah. And didn't they do that the last tour, too? They did, yeah. Okay, good. I saw Yeah, I saw that coming through San Francisco. And I thought it was really funny because uh, right bef- like a week before that, uh, in, in Oakland, uh, people calling themselves Antifa got a, it was basically about three people protesting. They got the Marduk show shut down at the Metro. 
Because, you know, they use German, you know, war imagery to talk about war. Sure. And I was like, I was just laughing, so I was like, I've read, like, I'm like, go go through Marduk interviews. Like, yeah, they they talk about war imagery and all that shit. I don't know what their where their politics lie. Guys from Mayhem, I do know where their politics lie. It's in <laughs> interviews. No one made a fucking peep about the Mayhem show. <laughs> That's great. It's so funny. Yeah, I was like, all right, that makes sense. You guys have chosen. We got to ban Marduk and Mayhem's okay. Yeah, exactly. So I was like, I don't know, man. Yeah, you read uh, that the fucking Lords of Chaos and Hellhammer says some pretty sketchy shit. I don't know how he got in the country. Fuck knows. Because man. when I saw them years ago, I know one time they didn't make it in because I was supposed to go on tour with them. Really? With uh, my other band, Ludicra. And they canceled the whole tour, and we booked a tour like with three weeks of thirty-one shows in thirty-one days, and uh, we called it the decancellation tour. Oh no! Because we we're like, well, we all fucking took time off work and everything else. It's like, let's make something happen. And they couldn't get in the country. Yeah, they they just didn't come. Oh. So it was yeah. We went out on a headliner and, and had a had a pretty good time without them. Actually, I'm kind of liked. I liked it better how it went down than nice. touring with them. This, what are you? Do something. So now we're trying to get into like Frankenstein. Squish his head. Squish his head. Ah, oh, weak kill. That's so bad. Weak. This crap is a PG kill. movie. It's it like is definitely PG with tits. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the that's probably the uh, the only thing that uh, the censors were worried about in this one because the violence is fucking. A joke. Really? He just brought her a bowl of cookies? Yeah, because he's a fatty. I'm going to kill you too in a very ungory way. You know, that guy kind of looks like he's wearing a Michael Myers mask, just his regular face. He is. I mean, he's kind of a creepy dude, but um, not so creepy that I'm scared of him. No, no, no. I'd be more scared of him, like, making racist comments at Thanksgiving dinner. Really? That's it? This is what we get? Oh, or I'll hit you with it. Chips all the way. Why would you do that? Steven first, you're so fat. He also kind of looks like... What's the guy's name from fucking, uh... Cobra? Oh, yeah, that guy's really weird. That guy's, that guy's a great bad guy. This guy sucks. We're just gonna squeeze. We're gonna squeeze Stephen first to death. Have you ever looked at all the movies that guy we're talking about from Cobra? He's been in. He's been in tons. Oh, of shit. millions! Alien Nation. He's that one big alien that he goes and tries to mess with in the bar. That's him. Oh, Fuck. That's right. I forgot. I haven't seen Alien Nation since it was in the theater. I love it. I mean, it's a good one. I like the TV show too. Oh, it's great. Stupid fucking jumpsuit! Everything about this—that L Ray Network showed like a marathon recently of all the alienation stuff I reported. Yeah, I'm not sure how it holds up, but I enjoyed it at the time. It's, it's good. It's not bad. I did think it was kind of dumb. This like super, you know, there's supposed to be this super race of like you know workers that like required three people to make a baby and like all this other shit. And I was like, I was like, how is this supposed to be a super adaptable species if it takes three people to make a fucking baby? <laughs> like. Adaptable to me would be like I just shit one out and then it's like you know with your help there it it's is. like there's your little slave drone for your superior alien or whatever the fuck it is. Well, in the movie I love because Terrence Stamps like that main criminal alien. He's making that 
like Tide detergent that they huff. Was it Terrence Stamp in that? Yeah, he's the man. Holy shit. <laughs> I gotta rewatch that. Yeah, it's, it's, time. it's pretty entertaining. I wish it was on fucking Blu-ray. It doesn't exist. But... I want it on DVD, so you can get it for a buck at a used record store. That's hard to find, too. I think the damn thing's out of print because I haven't seen it in years. I love it. This is this is not whoever described this as Halloween. Is He's a fucking liar. <laughs> Tell Sean it's bad. <laughs> this is, and there's not even kung fu in it. It's not bad, bad. It's just bad. I apologize for <laughs> no. Any, it's fine. I apologize to anybody who's watching this along with us. It's like it's like great. It's a fucking hallway scene. It's like oh great, some guy had bone bone snapped. Whatever. Oh, I just. I apologize to the world for this existing. Someone, someone needs to answer for this. One of the last movie we watched was fucking suck too. Yeah, we watched New York Ripper. <laughs> Punishing. What did you think of uh, just real quick? Charles Manson dying. I don't fucking care. I'm the same He's way. He's a piece people, of shit. I know people. I know freaking people out one way or the like, other, and it's like on social media, they're all like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you died." The only thing that. I care about any of that Manson shit, it's like, yeah, sure, put him in jail. I think the girls have been long enough, let him out. I definitely think Bobby Busolet should be out of jail. He like killed one guy in like a drug deal gone wrong, and in any other case, if he hadn't been, he like was tried and was gonna be out. And when Manson got that whole thing went down, he got like an extra conviction on top of his like that's what do they call it double jeopardy basically, yeah, which is not legal. So he's in jail to be because they saw him as part of a cult when he was just out banging broads and doing drugs, you know, right? And he wasn't part of the cult aspect; he was part of a drug deal gone wrong. And he's done his time. He should be fucking out of jail. It's bullshit. He just got wrapped up because was it. Was it Nixon by then? I think it was, right? Yeah. Yeah, they wanted to make an example of the hippie movement and end it. Oh, is that almost a gory scene? All right, we're going to start hearing some guar guitars here and there. Can't those guys respect silent rage? (laughs) It's a silent rage. That's what this movie is. It's a silent rage. There's some killing with no gore. Yeah, this, and she doesn't wear a bra through the whole. There is some cool. There is like some random cool lighting in this, like random green floods behind like a yeah, tank, yep, and I mean, like this red popping out. <coughs> it looks cool. Like it seems like somebody on set cared, but not the writer. He didn't give a shit. This is. Or Chuck just shut up with his porno stash, and yeah, they're like. I don't his know. shirtless scene was the biggest expense on the on the budget. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you know, these guys are all dead without any gore. Oh, we're gonna get. No, he, could, he couldn't bear hug Charlie. Oh, <laughs> oh, cradle me, cradle me in my death. That's really an uncomfortable scene. Yeah, it is. As fast as he ran onto him, too. Yeah, and like you got, he got crushed. Like you probably shouldn't be moving his body around like this. This is a really weird scene. Hugging his fucking failure of a deputy. Oh, he just died. Just, just for fun. Do you know the movie I was going to suggest we watch? If you've been like you pick one. Yeah. Stick with Burt Reynolds. Is that even a horror movie? No, it's an action movie. Oh. 
I'm not trying to stick to horror. You're I know, a fucking I, phantasm I, podcast. I, I know. I just I thought we would have had a field day with it if you've never. I seen never. It. I have actually never seen Stick. With it's pr- it, the killer in it's an albino. That's oh. <laughs> poor albinos, hat. man. <laughs> they just. Like why? The why? end of the movie, he does a skyscraper fall like from hell. And oh, it, that's like a super famous yeah, uh, fall. Yeah, too. that's yeah. why I thought it would be. I don't no, know. I do remember because that was like a huge stunt then. Like it was like a big fucking deal. I had a little flavor going. Florida Burt Reynolds. I don't know. It's kind of silly, but I prefer pre-mustachioed Burt Reynolds. Gator. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Gator fucking Deliverance is an amazing movie. Just rewatch that one scene over and over and over and over. Is it bad that I like smoking the bandit? No, not at all. It's a good movie. They put it back in the theater back in uh, May, and I totally went and saw it. It was filled with just drunk rednecks. It was amazing. They're, they're all handing, they're handing me beer and doing shots. Smoking the bandit's a great movie. It's like, it like one of those things that just kind of happened. And it's 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 really good. It's like it, all the pieces fell into place. Well, the preface for it, I thought was brilliant because they were talking to, uh, I guess. Hal Needham's family because he's dead or whatever they were talking to him, and he was just like yeah Star Wars came out and we had our movie and I'm like yeah give me Smokey and the Band and I like Smokey and the yeah. Band so. no it's a great movie so he's got something in common with Freddie Mercury hmm. he never liked Star Wars yeah alright now we're gonna need, now we're gonna need some serious Kung Fu ass kicking right no I get I bet we're not Chuck Norris you suck I'll tell you a really bad movie with yeah. him where there's nothing going on. Just I'll like say this. a bad movie with him. All of his movies. Agreed. <laughs> but <laughs> Hero and the Terror. If you ever wanted you to lobotomize your, you, you and your wife one night, oh watch Hero God. and the Terror. <laughs> it's worse than this? Yes. Oh, fuck my life. It's so bad. Oh, it's really bad. I mean, you're, you're talking to someone who sat through the entire Mark Hamill and Roddy Piper oeuvre. I've seen every Roddy Piper movie, every Mark Hamill movie, and they're all better than this. No, oh, yeah. My favorite Mark Hamill movie is actually Corvette Summer. That's a great fucking film. I know, and people it's give hilarious. me shit about it. I love that movie. No, that is a great Turning wrong. Turner Classic Movies will show it every blue moon, and I'll record it in high def, because it doesn't exist in high def. And, I, and the, the print they show is in high def, and I'm like, oh, and I record oh, it. Oh, God damn it, that movie's funny as fuck. It far. is, it's great. Vanessa. <clears throat> yeah, Annie Potts is great in that. Mark. Yeah. I'm not scary. It's also pre his car accident for yeah. Empire too. No, so. he's still like yeah, he's still like the super young teen heartthrob. This is like the least he's awful. This guy playing the psycho is literally just terrible. He is creepy looking. He looks like he's kinda. I mean now why is he just acting like a monkey? Pretty much what I do for Guar on this whole tour. <laughs> I sit around. I saw that on your page. You're like, gotta go to work, and you were like, <laughs> yeah, my fucking butt cheeks hanging out. <laughs> You're gonna go Guar. You gotta go far. <laughs> my favorite thing you posted the, the last month was you dancing with the Santa. I think at Home Depot. Yeah, you gotta have fun where you can have fun on tour. A lot of Home Depot visits when we're on tour. We gotta fix a lot of shit constantly. I, I envy bands that are just like four dudes going on stage. When you add monsters to the mix and blood spewing and everything else, it gets real interesting. It's a lot of fun, but it's busy fucking days. Even just trying to make this time to watch this 
fucking piece of shit movie with you was difficult. He's not dead. Now that's. Let's roll onto the grass. Where's his name? I mean, like, Chuck, yeah, no, like, Chuck Norris is like a legitimate martial arts. Like, he's like a black belt in like several styles, right? Like, we're not seeing any of that. Oh, run him over with the car. This guy's like, yeah, no, I'm just gonna stand here. Please kill me. I need this movie to be over. She just clipped him, too. You know, this kind of is like Halloween 3. It seems like they're the like music three? and the lighting, yeah, like the. Nothing like the premise, I just meant oh. just him being like. I think it's about the same time that was made. Yeah. It that's, has a pretty, that's, a pretty good, that's a pretty good car, car, car roll, though. There's an actual stunt happening. It's probably why they hired this guy just because he's a fucking idiot and was willing to do any of this dumb shit. They didn't hire him for his acting skills. Here's you here's a movie that I really liked. I don't know if you saw this or not, but I really liked it. It was the new Blade Runner. I have not seen it, nor will I see it. it I, I actually liked it. Well, I'm not a huge fan of the original. Oh, okay. Yeah, you I love I love the set pieces, but, like, I think... I'm, I'm, I'm in a weird minority, I know, but... Uh, I no, think, no, it's I think cool. I think the whole main plot with Harrison Ford and... Uh, what's her name? Sean uh, Young. Sean Young is terrible. Oh, wait. We get in a car crash. Go down the hill. At least give me a good car crash in this movie. We're not even getting that, are we? Fuck you. Fuck you, movie. <laughs> um, yeah, like that, like the whole, the best part of Blade Runner is like fucking uh, uh, Rutger Hauer and Daryl Hanner and the toy maker guy. Yeah. That's all, the, and it, it's a, kind of a minimal subplot through it. I'd rather watch more of that. Oh, Firewalk. All right, that's one Academy Award, according to Ryan Sorensen from Engorged. He rates his movies uh, based on uh, firewalks and eyeball, eyeball pulling scenes, and he rates them in Academy Awards. So that's one Academy Award at least for a good firewalk. So we got the guy on fire. He walked. Now he's in the lake. We're not going to find him. Oh, here. Oh, shit. Right out. I was expecting that to come after, like, as a shock scene at the end. Can we get some kung fu already? I know he should like karate chop him into the water, or, or super kick him into the water. We need to run away. Well, if you knew someone that liked Blade Runner, the sequel, I thought it was. Pretty I've heard that it was like yeah, no, I heard that I heard that it, kept, it was very good. In well, keeping. my favorite part of the film was when we left. There were these like hicks going, "That's dumb, Iron Man." It's like you have no idea what you just watched. Well, it's like a three-hour fucking long, like philosophy lecture. Sure, right? That's all it is. It's not. It's not an action. It's not no. a sci-fi. I'm like, I'm like, how did you think this? The first one was a bomb. Exactly. Like, exactly. How did you think the second one was going to be like? It's, yeah, it's, it's got cult thing. status and it's like important artistically. Oh, and that's it. Yeah, it's. Oh fun. wait, okay. Are we gonna get kung fu finally in this <laughs> fucking movie? Sure seems like it. <laughs> this is all I want to watch: is two sweaty men fight. Yeah. Okay, that was almost a, that's some a little jujitsu. There's kung fu. Why didn't he just do this earlier? This movie could have ended in like thirty minutes. I could have watched an hour and a half. Of like kung fu fighting instead of this horrible piece of shit 
Well, the name Silent Rage, it sounds like a ninja. Well, it's like an hour 40. Like, does it really need to be, like... Jesus, God, this sucks. Oh, my God. <laughs> he got him with the round. No, but, uh, but speaking of Blade Runner 24, I was just laughing the other day because, like, the, the director, I read, like, one article where he's like, I don't understand why it failed. It's like, well, I do. And then his next thing was... I'd love to make a Star Wars movie. I'm like, I bet you fucking would. Yeah, a guaranteed box office because it just says Star Wars over it. Of course you want to make one. But yeah, I mean, that, according to the critics, he'd probably be pretty good at it. I mean, the, it is. It's beautiful to look at. And I, I don't think I like Ron Gosling or anything. He was good in the film. It's like it, Not even in, uh, uh, what's, the, what's the one where he's like the, the driver? Drive. Yeah, Never seen that movie. Drive's good, and the one where he plays like the cross-dressing uh, rich uh, rich guy. Never seen that either. Oh, that's a good one. It's based on that real story. You know, was oh, do you know his name? The guy they did a Netflix documentary on him, and at the end of it, he like confessed his crimes, kind of. Oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he like yeah, he like killed his wife, then he like disappeared somewhere down south, like cross-dressing. Weird. Yeah, and it's like Ryan Gosling, and it's he's it's great. It's a fucking it's a twisted story. Uh, I can't remember the actual dude's name, but he's a fucking psychopath who still isn't in jail because he's rich. Yeah, I never got to see that. Uh, I'm gonna. I, I hate looking shit up on my phone. I want to just know it, but uh, I'm gonna have to look it up because looking on my phone is more interesting than this fucking movie right now. Robert Durst. Uh, Ryan Gosling did a movie based on Robert Durst, and oh. it's fucking great I don't necessarily like him a whole lot in every movie he's in but uh, those two are really good drives with oh come on just fucking kill him and end this fucking movie already he's gonna what is he gonna throw him down a well he's gonna be like the, the well kid they have to dig out later this is the least suspenseful movie I've ever seen Oh, you're going to do a lot of good against the fucking superpowered serial killer. Here's a quick, fun question I've always yeah. wanted to ask you. I think I know the answer. I hope I do anyway, but maybe I don't. Goonies or Monster Squad? Monster Squad. Fucking A. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, solid fist bump. Love it. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, Goonies is a good movie. Don't get me wrong. It's fucking... It is. It's a great it's movie, good. but uh, for my personal taste, I mean, you know, Universal oh, yeah. Monsters and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And I think it was a lot... It was very ahead of its time when you look at, like, Stranger Things, for sure. Yeah. Um, See, I've still never watched Stranger Things. Uh, it's, it's it's so okay, it hurts. Okay. And it's like, there's shit like, you know, guys, like these kids have like a Thing poster in their fucking, you know, it's 1982, they have a Thing poster. I'm like, no kids had a Thing poster. <laughs> we we had fucking You Star- and I probably did. No, I, no, I had Star Wars shit all over my, I mean, <laughs> it's not until like really the video boom where I was able to really like, you know, in like when I was like 9, 10, and like, right. you know, mid 80s, and I was like, you know, going to rent like Evil Dead at a video store. We could have had a Thing poster. You couldn't have because it didn't fucking sell that kind no, of shit. No, but but you and I, if we could have got a thing poster, though, I'd have one now. Yeah, sure. Uh, but no, no fucking like ten year old kid had a fucking thing poster You're in nineteen eighty two. Give me a fucking break. And then like every scene, you can just like pull what movie. Okay, the serial killer is now fucking dead. I still don't fucking care. I want Chuck Norris to die. I hate him more now than ever. Let's go home. But the guys like they just dropped him down a well, and they know he comes back from the dead. Like multiple times in this movie, he's like, "What? That's we're good? No." 
now they're gonna like now this is the scary here's the scariest part of the movie where they're gonna like show he's alive and tease tease Silent Rage two. The fact that there could be a sequel to this movie is the scariest fucking thing to happen. And the gum in your shoe is the grossest thing that's happened. It's still on the carpet too. Somebody gets to get a gift with that later. Well, we get. Oh! Hey, it's kind of like actually, it's like the ending of uh, Masters or the uh, post credit scene in Masters of the Universe where he pops out of the the water. Oh yeah. (laughs) Maybe that's where they got it from. Ugh. God damn it! This movie and everyone just just didn't, I was just put it on top. It's sticky. We got gum on the floor in the green room. I think it's gum. It's sticky and white. I don't know. Oh man! All right. Well, I don't know when you're gonna air this. I don't think I have much to plug because uh, we got the new Zoom record out. The Zoom record's out. Go buy it. We got some, we're gonna have some shit coming up next year where I actually play with them instead of a fill-in play. That's when I want to see. But I mean, no no discredit to. Matt no, Slime. No, no, no. Matt Slime's great. Matt Slime's but I want to see, you know. Yeah, I think we're going to go on the 70,000 tons uh, cruise. And we're planning some West Coast dates, and then there'll be some more shit in the spring. Are it's, you doing that Colorado thing with them, that Denver? No, because that's coming up, I think that's what, December 7th or something? I didn't like, know when it was. I think it's very I soon. I'm, I'm, no, I'm still, okay. I'm still on this till mid December. Then I got to go home and buy Christmas presents really quick for my family. Because cool. I'm a heathen who celebrates Christmas. No, whatever. that's good. That's good. And, uh, and yeah, that's about it. We got the, yeah, that record. And then um, just to mention, Ghoul has some stuff coming out next year, a 7-inch. We haven't revealed who the split, or they haven't revealed who the split is with. Nice. And uh, some other shit coming out uh, with the band that I'm on tour with. And, uh, and Guar's got their comics out. You should buy them. They're fun as fuck. And... Who else? The U.S. Bastards. I would promote them from this tour. They're great. He is legend. They're killing it. And uh, that's 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 my life right now. Is still just road dogging it. Cool, man. So well, it's, we are the road crew. It's awesome to have you back back on again. And definitely, I apologize again. Apologies. Just let's let's send out an apology to any listeners who fucking actually watch this piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about Silent Rage. Hey, man. Someone's got to watch it, right? Yeah, and we, and we did, and, and we gave it a good, we gave it it's a good there. run for almost an hour and forty minutes. So yeah, we killed it. But. Yeah, opticals by a shitty fucking group. Special effects by no one. We got forty five seconds want their left. Name on it. <laughs> no. So all right, we got forty five seconds left, and we got guitars. And, oh, it's the time for love. I'll give that. Wait a second. Do you see that? Cigar, the, mute, the the horrible pop love song in this was sung by Peggy from yeah, from Married with Children. Go <laughs> figure. That's the most interesting thing about this movie so far. Or for Sons of Anarchy, if you all like that. Or Sons of Anarchy, or the voice of uh, uh, Leela in Futurama. Yeah, which is great. I love Katie Seagal. She's oh, fantastic. Great. Yeah, she is. She's always wanted to have sex. So that, all right, now I'm, yeah, I'm, you know, I yeah, understand. And, uh, but yeah, uh, if I can recommend anything from this movie, it's that uh, Katie Seagal doesn't suck. Yeah, she did some some music for you. So. All right, Silent Rage is over. Fuck this shit. I'm going to work. Are we immediately? Uh, well, let's let's make an end to the podcast. Okay. End. End. This is Doctor Ross Sewage, who you may know from my work in media, film, and music, and you're listening to the Phantasm Podcast. <laughs>